0: Final horn has sounded. And today's game is complete. Time now for Cooper Post Game Live on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Cooper Post Game Live is brought to you by Big O Tires, the team you trust. Also by First Colony Mortgage, your trusted lender for all your mortgage needs. Visit FirstColonyMortgage.com. Here's your host, Jason Shepard.
1: Good luck trying to go to sleep now. How about that one, Cougar fans? BYU gets the win in overtime, 83-82 at LMU. BYU snapping its four-game losing streak, a game it absolutely had to have. They rally from a 17-point deficit in the second half. They get the win. They now improve to 18-8 and eight overall. Congratulations to the Cougars on a miraculous comeback. Just a phenomenal second half, both offensively and defensively. And the good news for you, Cougar fans, since BYU won, you win too with Papa John's Pizza. Use the online promo code BYU50 at PapaJohns.com tomorrow and receive 50% off pizza. This offer is good at any Utah location tomorrow only. Welcome back in to Cougar Post Game Live. It is presented by Big O Tires, the team you trust. All right, let's update you on the night in sports here in the state of Utah. We are going to start right next door from where I am currently sitting at the Marriott Center. BYU women's basketball hosting Pepperdine at the Marriott Center. The Cougars win this one going away as they usually do this season. 104-53 is the final score Paisley Harding leading all scores with 22 points. You also had three rebounds and two assists. In the process, win number 450 for head coach Jeff Judkins. So congratulations to Jeff Judkins, and certainly congratulations to the Cougars who continue to roll this season. Softball opening up the season this uh this week. Their first game today in the Rebel Classic in Las Vegas. BYU taking on the home team UNLV. Softball falls in the season opener, 5-3 to the Rebels. They'll be back in action tomorrow in Las Vegas. Back to college basketball, staying local. Weber State with the loss on the road at Eastern Washington. Wildcats fall 75-67. UVU at home hosting Grand Canyon. The Wolverines lose in Orem, 79-69. And in St. George, Dixie State loses to New Mexico State, 77 in the West Coast Conference, number two, Gonzaga getting the win at home over Pacific, 89-51. The Zags improved to 20-2 overall, 9-0 oh, in the WCC. 22nd-ranked St. Mary's gets the big win at home over San Diego, 86 to 57. and San Francisco a blowout victory over Pepperdine in San Francisco. Dons get the win over the waves 105 261 BYU's next opponent is Pepperdine in Malibu. All right coming up next we'll hit the scores in the top 25 and if there's time we'll check in on the NBA. BYU getting the win in overtime 83-82 at LMU. More Cougar Post game live next on the new skin BYU Sports Network.
0: Here's Jason Shepard with more Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
1: BYU 83, LMU 82 in overtime. BYU snaps its four game losing streak. They will. Travel to Malibu coming up on Saturday night to take on the Pepperdine Waves. Welcome back in to Cougar Post Game Live presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your local Big O Tires for no credit needed financing in the lowest price on every tire every day. Big O Tires, the team you trust. Top 25 finals, number 7 Duke winning at Clemson 82-64. Number 23 Murray State getting the win at Tennessee State 73-62. to The lone upset has Michigan taking down third-ranked Purdue 82 to 58 and fourth ranked Arizona winning at Washington State they win by 12 72 60 is the final score all right before we wrap things up let's update you on the night in the NBA everything is a final Grizzlies winning in Detroit 132 107 Wizards on top of the Nets 113 to 112 Miami winning in New Orleans 112 to 97 the Raptors getting the road win in Houston 139 to 120 the Dallas Mavericks behind 51 points a career high from Luca to the L.A. Clippers 112-105. The Phoenix Suns pulling away in the second half over the champs, the Milwaukee Bucks, 131-107. And New York surprising the Warriors in San Francisco, 116-114 in favor of the Knicks. That is a wrap for Cougar Post Game Live. After the break, Back out to Gersten Pavilion for the Cougar Locker Room Show. Your final from Los Angeles. BYU gets the win in overtime, 83-82 over LMU. And you heard it all right here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: Our exclusive post-game coverage continues with the Cougar Locker Room Show.
2: Accelerate down the lane, step back, elbow jumper. He got it! Oh, he's Seneca so good. Knight. That's a score
0: shot. The Cougar Locker Room Show is brought to you by Intermountain Healthcare, official medical provider for BYU Athletics. Now let's head back to the built bar courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
2: We are back courtside, Gerston Pavilion, Los Angeles, California, on the campus of Loyola Marymount University. BYU's a winner in overtime, 83-82 to 82 over LMU. So many big efforts, a great team-wide effort to come back from down 17 in the second half, and so many great individual efforts. One of those players with a tremendous night was Tijon Lucas. Played 40 minutes and 15 seconds tonight after missing BYU's last game out. He scores 17. Second most he scored for BYU nine assists that's his BYU career high, a couple of steals and a team high plus twelve for Tijon tonight who joins us here in LA Tijon first of all congratulations to you and the guys on what feels like a pretty significant win for this program right now
3: for sure Uh, it was definitely a big win just because you know we've been battling a little adversity these last two weeks you know coming off a four game losing streak and you know you got to give LMU credit you know they're a really well coached team. they're very uh you know structured and they follow the game plan very well and they battled us for you know a good 40 minutes 40 plus minutes and you know i'm just glad we were able to grind it out at the end of the day
2: i know you guys are feeling the weight uh, of the four straight losses but lmu is sitting there on on five straight losses and so you know, they they were kind of equally motivated to get things done
3: yeah I, i think um at the end of the day we're both fighting for our lives right now you know winning is contagious and you know something that we want to continue to do and so you know winning is hard and cut division one college basketball people don't know you know they think it's a given just because you know you're more talented than one team or one team is bigger than the other or ranked or such and, but you know it's upsets every day in college basketball i see it every day and we got to come out every day because everyone's going to give us our best shot
4: tijon man what a game man it was an honor to watch your performance tonight and it seemed like you as a senior leader uh, At times, just took everything upon yourself to make sure this team came through. Let me ask you this: the first half was not pretty. You're down 12. You go down seven. What was talked about at halftime, and maybe what do you attribute to that turnaround to get you guys back in this game?
3: Um, just keep talking to our players and saying, you know, we got to keep fighting. At the end of the day, and you know, this is where we're going to see we're made of. you know, most teams right now are back down when it's, you know, down 12 at half, and then they go up 17 in the second half. But, you know, I think we're built different. We faced a lot of adversity in this preseason, and now during the season, you know, we've been doing 2 days and all things that prepared us to get to this moment. So, you know, I was just telling guys, you know, keep fighting, keep staying with it, and just keep getting stops. Um, I don't know if you looked at me. I literally, every time the floor down, the whole overtime and probably the last 10, 15 minutes of the second half, I just said, let's get a stop. Let's get a stop. Let's string some stops together. Let's string some stops together. So, you know, that's what we have to, you know, pride ourselves on if we want to go, you know, farther in this.
2: A week ago tonight, Tijan, you got uh, you got banged up in the USF game. Grinded through that and had to miss the Gonzaga game. In your first game back, you play more than 40 minutes. How did you feel out there, and how you feeling right now?
3: I'm feeling good actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was unfortunate, you know. I was very upset that I couldn't play against Gonzaga. You know, we did everything, all the right tests, but you know, at the end of the day, you know, we can't play around with concussion. You know, because that's something, you know, uh, with your head, you can't play around with that. But at the end of the day, you know. You know utah is very good for you know getting in shape so uh, coming out here to la you know we got an extra burst of wind inside of us so you know it wasn't too bad after all but you know i think our whole team was in great shape and we've been you know prepared all season for this thanks for the coach short yeah,
2: the lungs are a little fuller down here at sea level. We'll take a break. We'll come back and c- conclude our conversation with Tijon Lucas. Tijon 17 for BYU, one of four Cougs and double figures tonight as BYU rallies from down 17 for the win, 83-82 in overtime. Or with Tijon next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: This is the Cougar Locker Room Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now, back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Verbell.
2: Welcome back to Los Angeles' Gerston Pavilion, where BYU defeats LMU by a final score of 83 to 82 in overtime. With us is T. Lucas. T. 17 points for BYU as the Cougars came back from down 17 for the win tonight. So, uh, when the game began tonight, um, there were five players on the floor for BYU who are not members. Of the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints byu's sponsoring institution and there's some significance in that uh, tijon you're one of the five and byu's brought together players from all different parts of the country the world even to come to byu and play and uh, that was kind of a, a a unique component of tonight's starting five and as you as you were a part of it uh, what are your thoughts when you when you reflect on that
3: um i think it's just very special for us to be able to you know have five guys out there that's not part of the church it just shows how you know BYU is expanding as a you know culture and a school and you know it shows that anybody from around the country can come around here and be successful and be able to perform at this school and so you know it's just an honor to be able to you know play with you know those guys and you know we all we have a great group of guys you know it wasn't just you know coach wasn't just saying oh we're going to do this and have five non-LDS members on the floor it was you know earned and just with the game called and And then also, we also had, you know, four African-Americans, you know, that started this game today. You know, I'm not really familiar with the statistics or anything, but, you know, I think it has to be one of the very few or very first, you know, times that we've done that. And, you know, it just shows, you know, that it's BYU's, you know, talking about it and you know awareness of the diversity and inclusion and you know we have talks with teammates and we have guys come in and talk to us and you know I just want people to know that BYU is you know expanding as a horizon as a whole.
2: I want to give this back to Mark here in a second but when you either go back home to Milwaukee or wherever your life and and career takes you um, what kind of um, maybe uh, cultural recollections or thoughts do you take with you from Provo back to wherever you go after the experience you've had so far.
3: Um, just to tell people don't judge Boog by his cover. You know, a lot of people don't know back where I'm from Milwaukee about BYU, they just think it's all about the church and everything. But as they have seen tonight, it's it's really not. It's a family oriented, you know, culture and school and, you know, it's all about faith and I think we have a lot of guys on this team with different faiths, but you know, we all come into it together and you know doing our main part and that's what we're trying to do is win and so you know it's just great to be able to you know have different backgrounds all over the place we got guys from tanzania we got guys from nigeria louisiana milwaukee we're all over the place and so it's just great to have a great group of guys that come all over the country and just play together man
4: tijan i love everything that you're saying and uh as a member of the church you know i'm so happy to be associated with you and and the way you represent the school is just fantastic and i love it and i love that uh at, you know four of the five starters tonight were african-americans i just think that is magnificent i played in the 90s and i played with uh, a guy named jermaine thompson uh jermaine thompson and rob jones and there was a guard remind me a lot of you, his name was craig wilcox and uh nick sanderson was just an amazing guard to play with and those those guys i thought really kind of paved the way for byu to see what we're we're seeing now a shout out to all those guys my teammates i love them and to see what you guys are doing man i'm just so proud of you i love it i love every bit of that so thank you uh f- for for doing that and for being the, the man that you are and representing so many different things and, and that's a lot of pressure on a young man but you do it really really well
3: no for sure you know i'm just gonna fight for everything about my teammates you know community and what i stand for and you know i just think that you know BYU is a great place and people need to know that you know it's very diverse here and we're trying to you know make a change and that's something that we pride ourselves on
2: in the season itself what do you hope tonight's win means for BYU heading down the stretch here?
3: Um, just sh- we first of all, you know, winning is hard, and so, you know, getting this win tonight. Hopefully, we can string some wins together, and we, of course, we have to learn from it. You know, it's very close. We laid made a lot of mistakes, but at the end of the day, we was able to capitalize and get the win. But we're gonna take this win and you know prepare for our next game on Saturday. It's gonna be another big big one, and you know, game is gonna be easy. So we got 48 hours to you know put our feet up and. No, try to learn as much as we can from the film room and whatever coach has us do tomorrow Hmm.
2: okay one second to go in overtime Seneca's at the line in a tie ball game what were you doing
3: I was looking down there and talking to Caleb. I was literally telling him, I said, I'm not looking. Like I know this is good. I don't need to look. And then once the crowd got quiet, I knew he made it. And then I turned <laughs> around for the second one just so they didn't do anything spectacular. So, you now, I was confident in Seneca. You know, uh, he's been battling some things personally this week. And, you now I just, you know, commend him for fighting through it. You know, we, we had to have his back today and he had our back at the end of the game. So, you know, I'm just super proud of Seneca and, you know, our whole team.
2: Well, big win in a lot of ways, and uh, no one bigger than you tonight, Tijon. Thank you uh, for the time tonight. Enjoy the bus ride over to your next hotel, and we'll see you uh, in Malibu.
3: Thank you, guys. All
2: right, that's Tijon Lucas. Coach Mark Pope is coming up next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: It's time to get the final word on today's game with head coach Mark Pope. It's the BYU Creamery Cougar Post Game Coaches Show. BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. The Cougar Post Game Coaches Show is also brought to you by Economic Partners, a premier national business valuation firm. Learn more at econpartners.com. Also by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, official credit union of BYU Athletics. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
2: All right. Appreciation to T. John Lucas for joining us on the Cougar Locker Room Show, which is brought to you by Brady Industries. Brady Industries, a provider of commercial cleaning supplies and equipment. Brady Industries, honestly better. Learn more at BradyIndustries.com. Greg Grubel, Mark Durant, with you courtside here at Gerston Pavilion in Los Angeles on the LMU campus. BYU defeats LMU in overtime. Final score tonight is eighty-three to eighty-two. And the head coach, the Cougars, Mark Pope, is with us on the headset. Coach Pope, congratulations to you and your team on a thrilling comeback tonight.
5: Yeah. <laughs> Tell you what, it's, um, he's, he just loves sports, don't you? Like, just sports. It's, um, I mean, there's so many storylines tonight. There's, there's so much. And, and, um, you know, it just, it, this game just finds a way to, it just tells a lot of stories. And it, it was, mm-hmm. there's, there's a hundred of them tonight. Um, and, and it's it's so unpredictable, and it's it rewards you if you kind of just keep fighting and hanging in there. Uh, you know, we did this mean tweets thing on the show, and so as we're walking out here after we finished the, the postgame presser, uh, Tyson is like, man, I was tracking the mean tweets. They were <laughs> off the charts <laughs> in the <laughs> first half. So I think we've created a monster. Everybody wants to get on the show now <laughs> with the mean tweets. But, but I'm telling you, like, what an incredible night to just witness um, the grid and character and together and the love that these guys have for each other it was just awesome man i love it like i I hate the last four the last two weeks but i love them and and you know tonight was tough and i love it and um it just is it's what sports is man it's just awesome
2: What's one of the less obvious storylines that you're going to uh, think about when you think about tonight, looking back on it?
5: Well, yeah, of course, there's the two weeks, right? There's the four games, um, trying to come off that. We, I had a, actually had a conversation with uh, Leanne and Caleb and and Hunt and a couple of other other guys. Uh, we were all sitting together after practice on Tuesday, and guys were talking about how we're gonna, you know we're going to come right the ship, or we're going to know go crush this and i was like guys listen it's just not how the game usually works this is going to be like the toughest grinded out game we probably have all season long to try and get off of this slide it's just the way the game is and um and sure enough it turned out to be you know you know the team that averages six six made threes a game is seven for ten from the from the three in the first half and just blows up our entire scout right and um (laughs) And uh, scores 45 points in the first half, and and uh, and and I'm telling you, we get down 17 in the in the early in the second half, and and everything is going wrong, and everything has gone so wrong for the last two weeks, and and um, I'm telling you, 99.9% of teams and 99.9% of players, and uh, at that point, they're like, man, you know, this just ain't gonna work. You stop believing. And you stop, your fight goes away and your grit goes away. And and watching these guys, like getting to witness these guys go fight and say, no, we're going to find a way with all of that baggage, man, is just, um, come on. It's (laughs) just incredible. It's only in sports, only in sports.
4: May have been at least fifty percent of the broadcasters that may may have felt that way i I try to be super positive and but man that's when they got down seventeen I was just i just it was just yeah. eating my soul and i thought but but to see those guys do that all you all that you just said was was pretty special, and you have to have a special mentality but what Kind of X's and O's wise do you think helped bring you back from that deficit?
5: Well, you know I mean you know sometimes we get too introspective, so we actually went to a, a ball screen coverage that we really have only used one time this season. Uh, we're not very good at it, but it was the right call based on this team and their history and the, and the way they played and how they performed and it just got torn up in the first half. you know we're also we are also probably overly attentive uh, to Scott you know we were we were kind of a heavy, heavy dig. Uh, the, for most of the whole first half, and it, it only resulted in five points, but it resulted in a lot of scatter too. And they did a nice job of of diving the dig and then diving the stunt guy as we were going to uh, to dig on the bounce. And so, you know, there's some schematic things that we had to change. Um, And, uh, you know, but but mostly the the most concerning thing for us was, you know, they're 70% from the three-point line, 70% from the field at the half, and and we force them to shoot one free throw. And that just is an indication of the fact that, like, we were really trying to do our job hard, but we were missing a physical edge to this game. There's no way teams shoot 70% from the half, and, and you don't send them to the free throw line a couple times just with sheer trying to make up ability effort. And so that was the biggest thing in the half um, in defensively. And, you know, I, I thought our guys did a much better job uh, forcing them to take uncomfortable shots in the second half. They're three for – I think they ended up three for 13 in the second half, which is more traditionally kind of where they've been. And, and I thought we did a much better job with our physical out in the second half.
2: It also helped when a guy um, who hadn't made a three in, in three weeks – T-John starts banging threes in the second half. Yeah,
5: and uh, I, I thought he gave us a huge lift. It was, you know, he's kind of back-to-back-to-back, to back to back, right? Back-to-back-to-back yep. to back to back threes so the, you know, early in the second half when we got down 17, and everyone's kind of looking around. And, um, and and that's what seniors do, you know. On the offensive end, I was super proud of our guys because we we've we, you know we've we just made this huge push for the last uh, ten days about making place for our teammates, and we got to 20 and nine today, and 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 we haven't seen 20 and nine yeah.
2: all season. Assistant, maybe? Tr- assistant turnovers, as yep. we're talking about.
5: and um and and that's just huge. It, it, not just here. Here's the thing. We only had a few possessions when things were going sideways. We only had a few possessions where we just desperately tried to fix it ourselves. And the the poise of our guys to be down seventeen and still be fighting to make plays for each other, that never happens. It's not how you respond. It's not how basketball teams respond. They respond by desperation, guys trying to make plays on their own, trying to trying to save us. It's not bad it's not it's not a bad feel. It's just like that's the habit and, and these guys did an unbelievable job fighting to make plays for each other, and, and I'm super proud of that 20 and nine man. That bodes well for us in the future if we if we can if we can keep living in that space.
2: Yeah, BYU's assist to turnover ratio in the wins was 1.3 to one, and in losses was 0. 0.7 to one. Coming yep. in two tonight, and so the 20 and nine is right uh, in a good spot. We'll take a break. More from Mark Pope is coming up. BYU basketball brought to you by Maersk an integrated container logistics company and member of the AP Moller Group, connecting and simplifying trade to help our customers grow and thrive with a dedicated team of over 80,000 operating in 130 countries. We go all the way to enable global trade for a growing world. Learn more at Maersk.com. More from Coach Pope next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: You're listening to the Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rebell.
2: Cougar Postgame Coaches Show continues from here in LA. BYU's an overtime winner over LMU. BYU's won 16 to the last 17 against the Lions, but they're they're rarely easy, even though the numbers say it's all BYU, and tonight was another one of those, 83-82 in overtime. Time for our economics partner's valuable stat of the game. Whether for tax, financial reporting, or strategic purposes, when your business needs a valuation, the right partner is Economics Partners. Learn more at econpartners.com. Coach Pope hit on the assist to turnover ratio before the break. That's a good one. Uh, Fusini Traore with his sixth double-double tonight. We'll go to this. Uh, Fusco's 19 points, career high, 12 rebounds, and career high four block shots.
5: Yeah, yeah you know he's eight for 11 from the field and, and three for three from the free throw line. Yeah. And, you know, of those 12 rebounds, four of them were offensive, which was huge. You know, he only fouls. Uh, you know, he only has one foul, which is really remarkable. Uh, with you know him having, listen, Eli Scott is a is an impossible cover for anybody in this league, and and uh, you know certainly Fo- Foose had some tricky times, but the fact that he was able to you know wasn't affected by foul trouble uh, was was a real compliment to him. So uh, really special game from him.
4: Yeah, I mean he's. he's- it was a little quiet, but mean, um, he's playing against some of the best centers in the country the last week or two, and uh, I thought he played terrific. Another, another guy, Gideon George, wow, four for seven from three, yeah. 18 points. You know, five rebounds. I thought you know he's another guy that really stepped up for you tonight when you needed him and, and played some really big minutes. Shots. Yeah, you
5: think about those two guys with you know they had the you know they had 20 field goal attempts between them and and uh, five free throws and and uh, you know 17 rebounds. That's a lot of touches with the ball and between them they only have three turnovers and that's really really important. That's. Um, it's super important for us that those guys protect the ball. And uh, Gideon's been shooting the, the ball at a, in a high clip. You know, it, I think the guys really trust him. He really trusts himself. And, um, you know, he's, uh, he's, he's, he's he's finding ways to feel more and more and more comfortable in this game. He's certainly making a big deal, a big difference for us.
2: We talked about it with Tijon, and this kind of thing isn't normally tracked. It's more anecdotal. But uh, the fact that uh, the starting five tonight consisted of five players who aren't members, of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and of the five, four, are African Americans. Um, Tijon, I thought, was you know, really eloquent in how he described what he thinks the significance is as the head coach of this program, and and a coach that brings players in from again all around the world right now. How do you kind of reflect on on that that uh, that part of tonight that story?
5: It's just it's just another one of the storylines that I think is really special. Um, and, and here's the thing: is is it's. it's um, you know, there's no – you know, I don't – I have actually I haven't, I haven't done any historical search. I told the guys yesterday we kind of made the decision to j- just tweak this lineup again and it, because the game told us to change the lineup. It wasn't – there was no – it was just the game. It was just where we were. The numbers, the feel, the flow, the matchups told us to change the lineup. And so we just ended up with, with you know, with four um, black players that were starting in this game and I don't know the history but I'm guessing maybe that's the first time ever and you know what that means something it means something because it doesn't matter and that's actually the beauty of it and it meaning 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 it has no bearing like it, 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 you know, at BYU, it doesn't matter if you're black or white or red or yellow. It doesn't matter. Like we're going with the with the guys that are going to help us right now, and and um I think it's I think it's super special. I think it's I think it's a good thing. Um, you know, and, and the BYU is, is a, 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 a university is sponsored by the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And it's a founding principles is faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. And that is never going to go away. But it's also a place that opens its arms to everyone. And so the fact that it just so happened because the game told us to, um, that we had five starters, that you know, none of which were members of the Church of Jesus Christ. It's just a great thing because it doesn't matter. Because, because this university is is welp- welcoming all people that know faith. Like I think it just is a place where, where faithful people can gather, and we have a locker room full of faithful people, and um, c- certainly that you know the the. the this gospel is about faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, and and um, but but people that have faith can find a happy home here. So it's you know it's a great it's a great just storyline, and you know th- in our locker room we have all kind of guys from all over the world, and they all fit together, and they're all trying to love each other, and it's an awesome thing.
4: I was telling Greg after that game was over, it, we may look back on this when it's all over. This second half as something that really helped this team. I mean, you can't go through that and come together and get a win like this without. Coming together as a team and and getting some confidence and obviously there's a lot of basketball play you can go one game at a time but what do you think a win like this can do for your guys at this point?
5: Well, it certainly helps us a little bit with our belief, right? It certainly does, and and um, just being on the court and f- and you know in some ways in the second half I think on both sides of the ball we just felt more right. I think it helps with our belief a lot. Um I think we made a you know, we, we made a big push towards this idea of just making plays for each other, protecting the ball and playing with pace, space and the extra pass, which is like our foundational principles and so I think we got to feel that a little bit. You just wanna feel it, right? And um to to help you believe it. So I'm excited about that. I think that um I think that it is one more um, moment in this locker room that these guys shared together that's really special, right? I mean, listen, everybody in the world, minus Greg Rubel, after four losses and down 17 in the second half, said, "Yep, let's shut it down." And and it was just Greg and the guys <laughs> and the guys on our bench, little, I mean, and the guys in the locker room and Mark Durant. Little, uh, not as much as Greg. <laughs> of the, course. the only only people in the world that thought that this could happen, and those are actually the greatest moments in sports. Like it's. It's why sports is great, because everybody, in you know, anybody that was paying attention is like, man, they, they, they're not fixing it tonight. And then our guy said, nope, we're going to fix it tonight. And it just is ah, oh, hmm. is why is why sports is so wonderful is because you, you just you know we talked about I think we talked about this on the show maybe I, I've talked about it in the media the last little while is like, you go to games. Because you don't know what's gonna happen. It's unscripted, it's live, real life. Watching the guys pour their hearts and emotion and care and trust and effort and work on the court and just seeing it happen in real time. We don't know what's gonna happen on Saturday. But like, can you just not wait to go see? Sports is great, especially when you've got a locker room like this with, with guys like this. It's just um, just a special group of people, man. It's, it's awesome, and they're representing BYU in a, in a beautiful way.
2: Whether it's fans or students, the, the question I get asked most frequently is what do you like most about your job? Mm. And my answer is always the games, the yeah. games themselves. Like I love the prep and I, I just, I, I embrace preparation and I go hard at it. But I says, I says the, as, soon as the ball's tipped up or kicked off, I don't know what's going to happen for the next three hours or whatever. And it's seat in my pants and let's go. And it's, it's the best part about this job.
5: Yep. Yeah. And then, and, 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 and then he's just, just, this you know, I'll tell you, and I'm, I'm going to be super sensitive this about, and I, I I've talked to Senek about this before and he seemed okay with it, but you know, he had a, a, a massive, massive, um, Tragedy in his um, in his you know friend circle life yesterday just an awful awful tragedy hmm. uh, where we finished practice and there was some unconsolable sadness and um, like just as tough as it gets just as tough and as earth shaking as it gets and then sure enough he's on the free throw line at the end of the game I'm telling you like this game is um it just is there's there's something there's something really i i believe that there's something really extraordinary and special about sports and this game and just how it it just gives people a platform for for you know it, like him being on the free throw line we talked about it, it didn't fix anything in his life but you know what it's the best thing he could do in a situation where he can't fix anything and and sports does that it just is you know it just is um I mean, if you're not a fan, man, I feel for you because you get to witness really incredible things about the human spirit and about life in this game.
2: Well, we talked about it a bit on on Tuesdays. We let you go. We hope um, that, you know... We look back on certain things a certain way, and Mark just kind of alluded to it too, and who knows where we're going to be a month from now, two months from now. But uh, it would sure be nice if we get to look back on the feelings we had on this night and say they really meant a a lot uh, that was meaningful uh, for more than a night.
5: Can't wait to find out. Let's go. Let's go. Mm -hmm.
2: All right, Coach, thank you. We'll see you in Malibu.
5: Thanks, guys. go that's,
2: That's Coach Mark Pope. We'll come back and wrap it up on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Well, tonight's BYU basketball broadcast began almost four hours ago. And a lot lot went on over the last four hours, Mark. And uh, man, you know, everything that's been said, I don't think can be said a whole lot better by people like T. John Lucas and Mark Pope about, uh, you know, what we saw, witnessed and what we hope uh, transpires after tonight. But what a special night to be uh, courtside and and watch this comeback completed and all the unique stories that were written along with uh, the comeback story tonight.
4: Yeah, what a great post game and all these the Tijon and Coach. I mean, that was listen. I'm I'm inspired right now. This was this was really cool and it's interesting. They kind of had to take me down to the very depths because I was pretty down. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you ever see me that frustrated with the team after the first half. You go down 17. I was I was down at the bottom, uh, athletically wide and, and to have them come back and the performances we had. Tijon was and Gideon and uh, Foose and then. Nell hits a three, and and uh, Spencer Johnson hits a three, and it just was so cool to see. And then you're fighting, and Alex Barcelo misses free throw, but it almost makes a half court shot. We get into overtime, and, and I just think it's so cool. You know, I was thinking back when Coach was talking about Seneca about uh, Craig Cusick a few years ago, and they had deep blue on him this year, and mm-hmm. he, he just found out his dad has cancer. It was my high school coach uh, Randy Cusick, and and he had a tough game all night, and he hits that shot to win it. And then Seneca Knight, of all guys, gets the free throw to win the game. I mean, in a land of movie magic, you're not going to find a better movie and Hollywood ending than that. I just think it's beautiful. I'm happy for Seneca. My thoughts and prayers are going out to him. But what a special, special night to see that. And I just hope, you know, we can take tonight just on its own for the good feelings that you have. But I hope it translates moving forward. Uh, because they've got some real work to do. Uh, they, they, they found a way to get it done tonight, but this season has a lot left in it, and these guys can do some special things. Mark got goosebumps as he was talking there just now. I saw them when you were Listen, arm... listen, man. If you want to get me feeling good <laughs> about life and, and things like that, talk about great moments in sports. I mean, it's a <laughs> beautiful, like Mark Posey, it's just beautiful to be a part of it, to watch it, to play it, to talk about it, and uh, moments like tonight uh, are really special. Well, uh, we hope
2: that uh, Cougar Nation is right there along with us in all of those feelings. And for those of you who stuck with us into the night, it's 11 o'clock here in Los Angeles, midnight in the Mountain Time Zone, 2 o'clock in the Eastern Time Zone. Uh, Cougar Nation listens far and wide. We really do hope you enjoyed tonight's broadcast along with us. Let's thank our crew that made it all possible, and we'll sign off for tonight. That's my partner, Mr. Mark Durant. And uh, back at BYU Radio, we had our control board operators, Tanner Graff, Logan Gardner, and Adam Woodall. Terry South, our coordinating producer. Sean Fay and Barry Squires are engineers. Of course, Jason Shepard, our studio host. Alex Dotson was our broadcast intern. We appreciate Tijon Lucas and Coach Mark Pope joining us postgame. And we thank BYU Basketball Communications Director Tyson Jex for his assistance as well. So for all those folks, my name is Greg Rubel. Thanking you for tuning in. Our final score tonight is BYU 83, LMU 82. In overtime, our next game will come your way two nights from tonight in Malibu, up the road at Pepperdine. It'll be a 7 o'clock Mountain Time pregame and an 8 o'clock tip for the Cougars and the Wave. So until then, in the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU Basketball. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good night and so long from Los Angeles, California.
0: You've been listening to live coverage of BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Coverage of today's game has been brought to you by Economics Partners, a premier national business valuation firm. Learn more at econpartners.com. BYU Basketball is a production of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. Special thanks to BYU President Kevin Worthen, Vice President Keith Borke, Athletic Director Tom Homo, and Associate Athletic Director for Corporate Sponsorship Casey Stoffer. BYU Basketball is an exclusive presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network.